Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Grab your Bibles and turn to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 51. Isn't it great to be in the house of God? Amen. Somebody say amen. Um, Today is, and you may be seated, uh, today is a very special day for someone. Uh, Sister Jean Nichols, it's her birthday today. She has, she's been in this church since the 1940s. We celebrate 80 years of this church today and she has been in most of them, almost all of them. Today she turns 90 years old. Would you give her a hand? We want her to stand. God bless you. Go ahead. We love you. And my thought is the stories that she could tell. And I think we will set that up and let her give some an interview, some of the stories she's seen. Don't you think it would be great to have to hear her tell the stories? Let's honor her again. We love you. Well, amen. It's good to be together at church, isn't it? And uh, next Sunday is going to be an emphasis back to school. Uh, we've got a special speaker that you do not want to miss. Uh, Dylan Morgan is his name. Very powerful preacher that will be preaching our 11 o'clock. I'm still going to be continuing the series in our 10 o'clock. You do not want to miss that. We're going to be praying over our students, also over our educators in that service. It's hard to believe that school is school's about to start. And uh, where did summer go to? Anybody wondering that? Went by fast, didn't it? You, you should see the sour looks on this front row right now. Let's stand for the reading of the word of the Lord. You're a guest here today. It's just your first time to anchor. I'd love to meet with you in the cafe after service. Following service, we'd love to be in the, uh, We have a gift for you. And uh, we'd love to see you there. There is an exuberance in the room. I feel so happy, don't you? I may feel that way. Tonight is 6 p.m., our missions, uh, it's a missions weekend, what we call First Sundays. Our teams that are ministering in other cities and seven other cities are going to be here tonight. And we want to be a blessing. We want all of y'all to come. And back tonight, it's going to be an awesome service. And Sister Ashley, thank you for blessing us today. Wasn't that wonderful presentation? Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be what? Changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last, what? At the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we, everybody ought to say it, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal 
put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Read verse 55 with me. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting is sin and the strength of sin is the law. Verse 57, but thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. He giveth us the victory today. Somebody shout, there's victory in Jesus. I'd like to simply preach today on this subject. When you hear the sound of the trumpet, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, clap your hands and praise him. Oh, praise him. The king of glory. The King of glory is coming in this building this morning. We come to praise Him. Amen, amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Brother Sawyer. In the book of Joshua, you would grab your Bibles and turn to the book of Joshua. Very familiar story about Joshua fought the battle at and the walls came tumbling down. May I remind you of something here today that when they passed across the Jordan River, the waters stopped flowing because God said, I am going to establish you as my messenger to the people today. And when the Ark of the Covenant, which represents the presence of God, I mean, no, we are in covenant with the Lord. We are in covenant with Him. He said, if you live according to my word, He said, I'll be your God and you will be my people. And that Ark of the Covenant represented the covenant. It also became the Ark of the Testimony. Because when you are in covenant God, with God, He's going to prove Himself to you and you will come out with the testimony of the power of God. Somebody say Amen. They took the Ark of the Covenant, this, this instrument, which was about, I don't know, 45 inches long, 27 inches wide, 27 inches tall, sort of about the size of your coffee table with sticks that went through rings on the elongated sides of that called staves that could be carried by the priest. And uh, you, you, you don't want to go anywhere without the Ark of the Covenant. You don't want to try to have victory without the Ark of the Covenant. You can declare war without the covenant, the Ark of the Covenant, but you're not going to win the war without the covenant. You've got to have the presence of God. It appears to me the presence of God is wrapped up inside of a covenant with God. We ought to thank God every time we feel the presence of Almighty God. Would you thank Him for His presence we have felt here today? But in Joshua chapter 6, He told them, you're going to march around the walls of Jericho once a day, for, for um, once a day and, and on the last day you are going to march around multiple times around the walls of Jericho, 13 times total. He said, I don't want you to say a word. 
You're going to walk around in silence day after day. And on that last day, when you walk around, he said, at the end of that day, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, everybody say the trumpet. He said, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, this is what I want you to do. I want you to shout. He said, when you shout, he said, the walls are going to come down and God is going to give you the city. Now, in sixth grade, I picked up a trumpet. We played songs like When the Saints Go Marching In. <laughs> Haven't played in a while. <laughs> when I think of a trumpet, that's what I think of. I think of the trumpet that, that's a little bit out of kilter that I haven't played in a long time that sits upon the piano. How many, when you picture a trumpet, that's what you picture? Do any of you picture anything? Amen. Do you, do you picture a trumpet? A trumpet. And uh, I used to play the trumpet in church, and I'd play, surprisingly, I played I'll Fly Away. And um, when you begin to look, though, in the teaching of Joshua in chapter 6, he said unto Joshua, he said, verse 2, he said, See, I've given to thy hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. He said, Ye shall come past the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets. Everybody say seven trumpets. There are going to be seven priests with seven trumpets. And he says of ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall come past the city seven times and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound, everybody say, when ye hear the sound of the trumpet. All the people, God said, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat. And the people shall ascend, everybody say, ascend. Up every man straight before him. And this is what they did. He said, and Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said unto them, take up the ark of the covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. And if you could see in order, when they walked around the wall of Jericho six, time, uh, six times in six days, once a day, on the seventh day, they went around seven times, seven had a level of significance, but he, you would see seven priests followed by the Ark of the Covenant that's carried by the priest, and behind them would have been the leaders, and behind them on and on would have been the entire nation of the children of Israel. Walking in silence, following people that had ram's horns as trumpets, seven of them lined up, and the Ark of the Covenant on. It seemed like nothing was happening. It seemed like for a long time, uh, 13 times, at this point, nothing has happened. But the word was, when, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, don't just do nothing, you've got to do something. Because when you respond to the trumpet, something is going to happen. 
He said, I am going to give you the city. Let me just word it this way. What has seemed to be insurmountable and impossible that can only happen by a miracle is going to happen when you respond to the sound of the trumpet. Something is going to happen. It was in Levitical law that you would find uh, in Levitical law that they received in the wilderness. You'll find in Levitical law that Leviticus 25 and it says in verse eight, it says, and thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, seven times seven years, and the space of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee 40 and nine years. This is going to lead up to what is called the year of Jubilee which is 50 years celebrated and uh, 49 years going to be set free on the 50th. Everybody say, just about to be set free. Then shalt thou cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the 10th day of the seventh month in the day of atonement. In the day of atonement shall you make the trumpet sound throughout all your land and ye shall hallow the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land and to all the inhabitants thereof. Somebody shout, liberty, liberty. is going to follow the sound of the trumpet. It's going to be a jubilee. It's going to be a liberty. It's going to be a freedom that's going to take place. And watch what it says. It shall be a jubilee unto you. Anybody feel jubilee here today? And jubilee unto you, and ye shall return every man unto his possession, and ye shall return every man unto his family. What would happen in the year of jubilee is people that had made bad choices and they had to loan their land because it was illegal to sell the land. You could actually loan the land out and to pay your debt. You had to live somewhere else because somebody else is living on your piece of the promised land. You get a matter of fact, you can make yourself a hired slave or a hired servant for a period of years and you would go out and work off your debt. That's why the woman that her widow woman in 2 Kings 4, the debt collector was coming to take her sons to walk off, to work off the debt that their father had left. There was a time though at the year of Jubilee, it didn't matter what choices you had made that were bad. It didn't matter how much debt that you had. It didn't matter who was living on your land. When it came the year of Jubilee, on the day of atonement of that year, they would take a ram's horn, a trumpet, and they would blow that trumpet. And when they did, it was a signal to everybody in the land. You can go back to your family and you can get back what really belongs to you. It was a day of jubilee. It was a day of liberty. It was a day to get what really belongs to you. I come to preach to you today. That's what atonement is all about. It's getting back what belongs to you. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach to you just for a few more minutes here. But you can sit right where you are and stay a slave if you want to. You can let the enemy possess what belongs to you if you want to. But when God proclaims a year of jubilee, it doesn't matter who's taking your land, you get it back. You've got to respond to your land. You've got to respond to the sound of the trumpet. Woo! Hallelujah. And they would take a ram's horn, not other times they had trumpets of silver. 
trumpets of brass. But specifically now, it was a ram's horn. I don't know if I can blow this here. This is not the easiest thing to blow. And let me give you a little point of advice. Don't ever suck in on a ram's horn to get your breath. It'll change your life. Let me tell you something. (laughs) But those priests, sevens, sevens, 49 years. Everybody say seven. means complete. Those, they would take that ram's horn now. Help me, Jesus. When you would blow the sound of the trumpet, even when the tent, the tabernacle was getting ready to move to another location, there was a specific amount of sounds of the trumpet that was the cue to get up, get your kids ready, gather your stuff, and go where the cloud's taking you. The signal to move was the sound of a trumpet. And on the year of Jubilee, at the day of atonement, he said, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, they didn't have World Wide Web. They didn't have mail like we knew it. It was a sound that they would respond to that meant it's time to get up and get your liberty. Get up and get your family back. Get up and return to what belongs to you. It doesn't matter what you did to lose it, that God in the year of Jubilee at the sound of the trumpet was going to give it back because that's what atonement is about. I feel today in this service that there is a sound from heaven that is sounding a trumpet that said you can get it all back. You can have it all back today. If you want it, you can have it back. You can have it back. You can have it back. He said, I, he said, Joshua, he said, I'm taking you to a promised land. You're going to be the inheritor of that. I'm going to use you to divide the land to give it to my people. What was promised to Abraham? What was promised to Isaac? And what was promised to Jacob? The children of Israel. It's a land that flows with milk and honey. How many believe God has something good prepared for his people? There is a land that flows with blessing. It flows with prosperity. It doesn't always have to be war and just getting by and paycheck to paycheck and just struggling again. No, no. There's a jubilee that's coming that's going to be victorious. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be yours. He said, did seven priests with seven trumpets. He said, I want you to get the people involved. You've got to get involved. Can't just sit there and look at me. You've got to get involved. If you are the people of God, you've got to get up and walk behind the trumpet. You know what they were doing for six or seven days? They were waiting for a specific sound. Does this sound familiar to anybody thinking about heaven? We're just waiting on a specific sound. He said, I want you to get seven trumpets and those seven trumpets, those seven trumpets are gonna be of rant. Don't don't leave during this message. I'm telling you, I got something for you right now. Watch what he said. I want you to get trumpets that are made of what? 
Anybody know? Chapter 6 of Joshua 6 and 4. It says, I want you to get trumpets that are made of ram's horns. Everybody say ram's horn. Why not brass and silver? Because it is said that when they would celebrate what was known as in the seventh month, what they would celebrate as known as the feast of trumpets, it was celebrated because a long time ago, somebody say a long time ago, there was a man by the name of Abraham that God spoke to him to go up to the mountain and offer up his son Isaac. Isaac was the seed of their future. He was the seed of their destiny. How many know Isaac was that? Somebody say amen. And the Bible tells us that when God told Abraham, offer up your son as a, as a burnt sacrifice, that he, he gets the dagger and the fire and the wood and puts it on his boy, the wood, and carries him up to the top of the hill. Abraham's son, Isaac, that was the seed of promise. Amen, the nation that was gonna come out of him. And God told him to offer him up and give him. But when it gets up to the top of the mountain, the Bible says in Genesis 22, verse 11, it says, and the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, won't you help me preach? Say, Abraham. Abraham. Amen. Father Abraham. Many sons. How many remember that? That's Sister Julie singing. I know that Sister Julie somewhere is singing. Watch this. Abraham, he said, he responded to the angel of the Lord, Here am I. And, the angel, and he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him, for now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Meaning God has provided what he was going to do in offering his own son as a burnt sacrifice. The angel said, stop! God has provided a sacrifice. And he turns around and looks and there's a ram sitting up there with his horns caught in the thicket couldn't get away. And when he turned to him, he looked, and there's the substitute. Instead of having to give up his family, instead of having to give up his son, instead of having to give up his calling, instead of having to give up his promise, instead of having to give up the grace and the mercy of God, God had provided in the thicket a substitute instead of what had been promised to him. I come to preach to you. Oh yeah, I come to preach to you. Your sin should have taken you away from the covenants and the promises of God. Your sin should have taken you away from the blessings and the callings of God. But God provided something better for us. He provided a lamb. He provided a sacrifice. Hallelujah. And he said, when you're going to the promised land, don't get a trumpet of silver. Don't get a trumpet of brass. But when you get there, I want you to have seven priests. I want you to have seven priests representing. It's gonna be a jubilee. I'm gonna give you something you didn't even work for. I'm gonna give you something that you didn't even earn. You know what that's called? It's called the grace of God. You didn't earn it, but he's gonna give it to you because you're his children. Is there anybody in this building that says, there's some things I'm gonna get back? There's some things I'm gonna get a hold of. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've got to respond, though, to the sound of the trumpet. You can't just sit there. I don't care how methodical you are. I don't, I don't care the religious background or how quiet you've been told to be. There's a moment that you've got to respond to what God is doing. There's a moment you've got to get some earnest about you. You've got to get some vigor about you. You've got to get, some, you got to get something about you. You, you. you just can't quietly go to heaven. The Bible says with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. With the fruit of your lips, magnify the Lord. Let, let's exalt his name together. Shout with the voice of triumph. There's a moment you've got to respond to what God is doing. That's why the Bible says the promises of the Lord are yea and the yea is the prophecy is the prophet the amen is the believer of the word you can't just have a yay in the church you've got to have an amen in the church it's the response to what god said he's going to do and joshua i want you to tell the people to march around those walls once a day for six days and he said i want on the seventh day to march around seven times he said on the seventh time there's going to be the ark of the covenant following the trumpet you see presence of god always follows a man, his word. Do you believe that? Somebody shout, something's about to happen. And when they stopped, saw them put the trumpets in the air, something started going in the congregation. This is the moment that God said, what belongs to us He's going to move the Hittites and the Hivites and the Jebusites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites. He is getting ready to take care of everything that's going to come against us in the future. It's going to start right now. Come on. I said it's going to start right now. What if today I wasn't just your preacher, but God used me as your prophet? to say when you hear the sound of the trumpet if you'll shout he's going to take out every enemy of your tomorrow he's going to take out every adversary in your future he's going to remove everything that's been opposing you what if today something would happen in this room in the spirit of prophecy that every mistake of your yesteryear was removed by the promises of your greatness of tomorrow in the grace and mercy of God that all you had to do was have faith enough to respond and your bad choices through the shout of a trumpet would cause you to get back everything that God had intended for you in a jubilee year do you believe that can happen if you do, I want you to shout, yes. yes! Sound the trumpet. And he has the seven, the seven, oh, the seven priests. Somebody shout, blow the trumpet. And when he shouted, when he put the trumpet to the mouth, everybody standing there. I wish somebody get on the edge of your seat and put your hands down and get ready. Come on, you got to get ready. Come on. Matter of fact, you ought to stand and just lean forward a little bit. When the trumpet goes up, you got to be ready. You can't be sleepy. You can't be not, not expecting anything. Because God said, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, when you shout, he said, I'm going to give you the city. I'm going to give you the city. What if every backslider in every family, there was a signal that went out of here when you shouted that shook them off the bar stool and shook them out of a, out of a stupor and shook them out of an addiction. 
Are y'all ready? Don't just sit there now. Expect. Lean forward a little bit. Expect. that I've been hearing at these camp meetings I'm preaching. It's no longer just a shout of just a church service. There is something happening in the end time and God said, I'm gonna show off my people. I'm gonna give it to my people. I'm gonna give this land to my people. I'm gonna give it to my people. I prophesy to you what Hollywood has corrupted, the church is gonna bring revival to. There's a revival. Young people, you don't have to fall into sin. You can serve him in righteousness and purity. Do you believe it? Clap your hands and shout with a voice of triumph. I want you to just, I want there to be some chatter in the room. Talk around and say, God has given us the city. God has given us the land back. God has given us our family. Come on, you can go home and God's gonna give you the family. Come on, let there be some chatter among the people. Turn around to somebody and say, God's gonna restore what you lost. Turn around to somebody and say, God's getting ready to give it back to you. It's a jubilee. It's been prophesied to you. He's gonna give the health back. He's gonna give the family back. He's gonna give the church back. He's gonna give the calling back. He's gonna give the prayer back. He's gonna give the praise and worship back. He's going to unite what the sin has divided. I preach to you in the Holy Ghost. He's going to bring back together what sin separated. God's going to do a new thing. Woo! When the trumpet sounds, don't just sit there. the church somebody shout glory walls are shattering here today families that are not here come say hold on a minute you know what I think I'm going to do I'm going to go back to church I don't belong. Come on, prodigal sons are coming up out of the pig pen saying, I don't belong here. I go to the Father. I'm going. It's a year of jubilee. 
It's a year. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. I don't believe it's going to be a trumpet of... I wonder, at the last trump, when the archangel blows the trumpet, I wonder if it's the ram's horn off of the ram that was in the thicket. I wonder if it was the ram's horn that was there with Abraham and Isaac. The angel's going to pull off the shelf that I believe that right now he has in his hand. Look at your neighbor and say, I still believe in the rapture. That's called the coming of the Lord. And you know what he's doing? He's coming after a people that's made themselves ready. Come on, I'm not caught up in this old world. Oh no, I got a mansion on the other side. Streets of gold and gates of pearl and walls of jasper. Are you ready? You ought to look like the guy at the race leaning forward. Come on, some of you just need to lean forward this morning and say, I want somebody to shout, wow! wow. Say it backwards, amen. You've got to get some enthusiasm about you. My failure is not final. There's a ram in the thicket. Yes, sin divided some things, but there's a ram in the thicket. And when I hear the sound of a ram's horn, I'm going after what God has promised me. He said in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised. The dead saint in the ground that's been quiet for more than 13 circles around the earth, maybe 130 years, maybe been dead there for 1,300 years, maybe people like Gary Sharp that's been buried in a tomb, buried in a grave somewhere, maybe like Bishop Ferris and James Kirk, maybe like Bob Spring and Mary Williams and Dorothy Hutton, Sister May, maybe like Guy and Sister Smith that have been buried and it's been silent for a long, long time. He said, but when you hear the sound of the trumpet, death, where is thy sting? And grave, where is thy victory? We're gonna hear a sound from a ram's horn. When Paul and Evelyn Nutter hear that sound, they're not here, they're buried. I preached both of their funerals. He used to be on this platform and pray in this church every morning. He'd get here an hour and a half early before the doors even open for prayer with his gloves, his leather coat, with his, his dark coat and his newspaper. But he'd come here and pray right there. Oh, he'd respond to the preaching. He'd respond to the call. But one of these days when the trumpet sounds, what seems like an impossibility, that old ear's gonna hear us sound that's going to bring him out. Come on, is there anybody going to respond to that trumpet? When it's, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. When the roll is caught up yonder, I'm going to be, oh, I wish you'd clap your hands and shout. I wish somebody would shout for the victory. Shout for the victory.
Somebody shout glory. glory. Look at your neighbor and say the victory that we get comes from Jesus Christ. I close on this point. He said, death, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy? For the sting of death is what? Sin. But I don't have to have die in sin. There's a substitute. His name is Jesus Christ. He went up Calvary's hill to die for me and to die for you. So all of our mistakes that separated sin and promises and land given to give me a jubilee. And guess what? I just happen to have real estate on the other side waiting on me. I got a promised land. I was a sinner, but the sin has been removed. I should have been the one crucified, but he, he came in my stead. And guess what? Brother Justin, he's coming after you and me. I said, he's coming back personally. The one that hung on Calvary's hill is gonna walk up on the clouds of glory. He's coming on the clouds of glory. He's personally come to take me home. So excuse me if I get a little bit exuberant, but I'm not dying down here. I'm gonna live forever. He's given me eternal, eternal life. Somebody shout amen. I want you to say with me, there's a ram in the thicket. And there's a trumpet before I can go to the promised land. Things you never thought that you could get through or get over, God is going to make a way where there seemeth to be no way. I wish somebody would worship him right now from your heart. When the trumpet sounds, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come here, Alec. Say, play softly. Come here, Noah. Watch this. This is what happens when the trumpet sounds. The year of Jubilee. Did y'all catch all that tonight? Come together. Seven times seven, 49 years. Could have been a slave for 49 years. Bound. Serving somebody that's stranger to you. They, you're in bondage to them. In bondage. He's the taskmaster. Take your tie off and whip him. See what I'm talking about? You need new friends, amen. It didn't matter where the Hebrew was. When the trumpet sounded, he no longer had any hold on him. He had to, by law, governed by the king, let him go. And that's why when Abraham was offering Isaac, the angel came up and said, do the lad no harm. There's a substitute. Years of addiction. Set free in one trumpet sound.
that you've got to you've got to respond the church has got to respond I, I preach to almost all of you here today that have lost things over the years that's about to gain things today but preacher I haven't I haven't done good enough it doesn't matter if you'll respond when the trumpet sounds he's gonna let you enter into the promised land but you got to get ready for it you got to expect it because we all made choices that made mistakes that caused us issues we wish we didn't have. Can I get a witness from somebody? Amen. Amen. To the perfect person in the building, I'm not preaching to you. But everybody else, there's a year of jubilee. For everybody in the building that's dealing with arthritis, did a generative disc, and maybe Alzheimer's and older age, can I promise you something? The trumpet's going to sound and set you free of every bit of that. This corruption is going to put on incorruption. This mortal is going to put on immortality. Doesn't matter how much pain that you've been in, there's a promise coming that when the trumpet sounds, you transition on. When the trumpet sounds, you get, get and take your journey. Y'all believe that? I'm going to sound the trumpet and I want you to respond how you feel. I want you to picture it. What did you lose and what family have you been separated from? When I sound the trumpet, if you'll believe, God's going to work a miracle. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? I preached hard today. Now I'm going to tell you what I feel. Something's about to happen. When I sound the trumpet, you worship and shout with that in mind of what you want God to do and He's promised to you. Will you do that? You will just wave your hand. When you hear the trumpet sound, respond. You can come to the front and come to the altar. Do something. Lift your hands, pour your heart out to God. It's the ones that respond that are going to get the miracle. If you believe it, say amen. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.